Hey, it's Rachel, your go-to encourager and coach. I know you love our podcast talks, but imagine taking that connection to the next level in person. I'm more than a clarity coach. I'm someone who's been in the trenches juggling all the things. I get it. I've danced with chaos, overloaded schedules, and the struggle to prioritize self-care. But I found the rhythm. And I've got the strategies to help your ladies create some breathing room. So if you're organizing an event, whether it's a conference, church gathering, or retreat, and you want a speaker who brings humor, real talk, and a dose of inspiration, I'm your girl. Let's chat about making your event a memorable one. Visit racheldbaker.com slash speaking. That's racheldbaker.com slash speaking. I can't wait to connect. You are officially invited to create some breathing room. This is the absolute best podcast to find the strategies, resources, and motivation you need to stop drowning in overwhelm, break free from hustle culture, and live out your God-given purpose. I'm your host, Rachel Baker, and girl, I've been there, done that. It is my God-given purpose to help you find space for an intentional life so you can confidently live in those strengths, skills, and passions that light you up and serve others. I know you are ready to create some breathing room, so let's do it together. Hurry is a form of violence on the soul. This is just one of the many impactful quotes you are going to hear in today's episode. So welcome to episode five of Create Some Breathing Room. Today's reader review is all about the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And there is pure gold in the pages of this book. This was one I could not put it down. I highlighted all the things. I took all the notes. We're still looking this month at this idea of living within your personal capacity. And after all the reading and highlighting and taking so many notes in this book, I've come up with three key questions that I want us to look at today. They all stem from some of my favorite sections of this book and quotes that should help you consider what your personal capacity is, whether or not you're living in it, and if you're even filling your days with things that you want to be doing. So here's our first question for today. Who are you becoming? Or if you want to look at it from the other side, Who are you not becoming? So this one comes from a quote in part two of the book, where Comer says, how we spend our time is how we spend our lives. It's who we become or don't become. So if you look at how and where you're spending the majority of your time, does that lead toward you becoming the person you want to be? Or does it lead a different direction? Do you even like the direction you are currently headed in? If these questions or concepts are bringing up feelings that you don't really love, it might be time to consider what the alternative could look like. And actually, the first piece of this puzzle might just be stopping for a minute to consider who you do want to become. 
as the days and weeks and months and years keep going, because they do keep going. When you look at what's filling your schedule and maxing out your capacity, I think it's so important to see if those things are even the tasks and events that you want on there. When I realized how much of my time was spent doing things that didn't really amount to anything, or they didn't really fall within my God-given strengths, and they didn't really make a difference to anybody else, I knew it was time to get intentional and start creating some boundaries around my time. So let's make sure the things that we invest our time in are the things that get us closer to becoming that future self we want to be. Who is it that you want to become? The second question today comes from this quote in part three of the book. It says, when we get over busy and life is hectic and people are vying for our time, the quiet place is the first thing to go rather than our first go-to. Y'all, this one hit me straight between my eyes. (laughs) So here's what I want to ask you. What is the first thing you knock off your schedule or take off your to-do list when it all gets too full? I'm going to say that one again. What's the first thing that you knock off your schedule or to-do list when it gets too full? For me, I learned a while back that yoga is one of the best activities I can do for myself. With my chronic health issues and my pain, those don't really allow me to do most exercise activities, but I still need to move and I still need to take care of myself. So even if it's just me and a YouTube video in my living room, I always feel better when I have that time to slow down, stretch my muscles, and just breathe a little slower. Because then my body hurts just a little bit less, my mind is a little more focused, and my emotional state isn't just quite as frazzled. (laughs) But here's what happens. When I have a lot of work to do, I feel super stressed out, which by the way, makes my body hurt more. What is the first thing that gets bumped from my day to make room for more work? Well, naturally, I ditch the one thing that would make me feel good and that could better equip me to handle the increased workload, you know, as one does. What? (laughs) Flipping this mindset is crucial if we want actual improvement and if we want peace and well-being to be prioritized in our lives. It doesn't happen by accident, which personally I'm kind of annoyed about. I'm a little salty about this, but it doesn't. It doesn't happen by accident. And I am determined to start making those quiet places that he mentions in the book. I want those to be my first go-to instead of making those the first thing to go. So that's your question. What does that look like for you? I want you to picture it, I want you to name it, and I want you to make it your priority. We started this conversation talking about how we spend our days, but the third question I have for you is about who. And we're going to get into it. You might think the answer here is obvious, but humor me for just a second and consider this third question. Who decides what lands on your daily schedule? 
Are you choosing what goes on your schedule each day? Or is something or someone else deciding it for you? So here comes the quote that I based this one on. This is in part three of The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. You're going to read this. It says, we achieve inner peace when our schedules are aligned with our values. What? I feel like everything I read in this book, I'm like, what? (laughs) So just humor me, right? Take a hot second, look over your schedule and to-do list for this week. And I want you to ask, does everything on there align with your values? We talked about this a little bit in the last episode when we looked at avoiding burnout, right? Does it align with your values? If it doesn't all quite line up the way you would like, think about what you would like to be different. Another way to consider this is through our lens of personal capacity that we keep coming back to. So does the amount of these tasks, meetings, appointments, whatever else is filling your time, does it align with your personal capacity? If you are like most people on planet Earth, there's a good chance you feel like you are consistently exceeding the level where you actually want to be. So if that's the case, what would you change? And back to our original question here, who or what is deciding how much of your time gets filled? I used to be the worst at letting the expectations of others decide what filled my time. I didn't want to disappoint anybody. And so the word no is like a foreign language to me. So please believe me when I tell you that letting other people and other circumstances dictate what fills your time every single day will 100% lead to resentment and burnout. Here's that quote again, just in case you need it. We achieve inner peace when our schedules are aligned with our values. So there are two quotes from the epilogue of this book that I think summarize everything perfectly. So I want to leave you with those today. Here's the first one. It takes practice to live from attention and awareness. And the goal is practice, not perfection. There is, guys, there's no one-size-fits-all solution to all of this. But the, I think the point of this quote is that moving forward with intentional effort and purpose, that's a worthwhile practice to have. So the final quote I have for you, also from the epilogue, says, What if time itself isn't a scarce resource to seize? but a gift to receive with grateful joy. Mm, Ponder that one a minute. Because as we wrap up this time together today, I want to encourage you to sit with that last quote for just a bit. It's a beautiful question, and it can lead to a moment of discovery. Write it down somewhere, or even take a few minutes to journal it out. Here it is again, in case you need it. What if time itself isn't a scarce resource to seize, but a gift to receive with grateful joy? If time itself isn't actually a scarce resource, 
that we are frantically trying to hold on to or get more of, if it's a gift, then what are you doing with that gift? And are you able to receive it with that grateful joy? Your answer here matters. My answer here matters. (laughs) So I hope you'll take some time to consider it. Maybe listening to some of the wisdom that John Mark Comer shares in this book has made you realize it's time to change things up in your own life. Uh, But also, that is hard. (laughs) Changing up your lifestyle to get more intentional without feeling more hurried, it's a tricky thing. And you probably have questions like, well, what's the next step? Where do I start? Can I even actually do this thing? Finding the answers to questions like this is literally one of my favorite things to do with people. So I want you to know my free coffee chat could be your next best step. And also, who doesn't like to chat over coffee? I mean, you can bring whatever tasty drink makes your heart sing. Go for it. I will obviously be showing up with my coffee in hand. But regardless of your drink preference... I want you to click the link in the show notes, head over to racheldbaker.com, schedule a time that works for you. This is free. Did I mention it's free? I honestly, I just want to talk through the sticky parts of this with you and help you figure out what comes next. Do not let fear or uncertainty keep you from taking steps to eliminate hurry from your life. And if you haven't been able to tell already, I loved this book. I love it. I want you to get it. I want you to read it. And I want to know what you think of it. But beyond anything else, I want you to get unstuck. And I want you to feel unhurried. So if talking that through with another human being is the next step for you, I want you to head to my website or click the link in the show notes and schedule that free coffee chat so we can take the next steps together. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to check the show notes to get links for all the resources mentioned in this episode. As always, your reviews make such a difference. So thank you for taking the time to leave those for us. Your ratings and thoughts mean so much. I love reading each and every one. As we wrap up today, please remember, life can feel crazy and overwhelming sometimes, but you will never regret taking the time to create some breathing room.